Hey everyone, welcome to the Paramedic Coach Podcast, episode one. Today we're talking about NREMT and everything I've learned from helping students pass the NREMT exam. I'm going to be throwing a lot of you in this podcast. You probably want to get some notes out, get a pen, get a pencil, jot your notes down, especially if you right now are getting ready for NREMT or if you're an educator and you want to help your students get better passes, get better pass rates. So a few big things I want to just get off my chest right away and talk about. So the first thing is this. Number one, time and time again, I see students that rush with questions. Meaning, I'll give you an example. They get done with their test, and let's say they come to me and they had a failed attempt. What happens is they feel like, I don't understand, how did I fail? I did great in school, how did I fail? Because NREMT does their questions differently, you need to be sure to read the entire question and look out for what I call buzzwords. For example, if a patient is uh, sluggish or if a patient is tired with the respirations, most likely that needs to be a ventilated patient, right? So one thing I stress to my students as far as reading questions is make sure to reread the question at least twice. I see so many students, you know, they'll read the first part of the question and go, oh, I know where this is going, and they'll jump to an answer. And they're like, how did I get it wrong? It's because you jumped. I have not had one student in my entire career as an educator with paramedic coach that has came to me and said, I ran out of time. Not one student. So don't worry about time. Focus question to question and reread it at least twice and make sure you understand what, exactly what they're asking for. Then you have your answers. And then you can, okay, do your elimination method, cross the ones you know off if you get really stuck. Sure, that all makes sense. But I hope that first tip really helps you. The second piece that I've seen with students, they're helping 10,000 students with NREMT in passing is this. Practice questions do not work by themselves. I cannot tell you how many students come to me and say, I have this app, I have this app, I have this app, I'm passing, but I don't know why am I failing on a EMT. The reason is you're trying to memorize questions or students talk about using Quizlet, for example, when memorizing things. Do not do this. One, you're not going to pass memorizing, but two, do you really want to be the EMT or advanced EMT or paramedic or first responder who memorized, tried to memorize questions to pass an exam? Whether it's school or NREMT, do not do this. You're just going to be a weaker provider and most likely fail the exam and you're going to waste time. If you listen to my advice here now, you're going to get miles ahead. So let's talk more about this. I cannot stress this enough. Stick with one program, one resource, whatever the study plan is for the resource that you are using, stick with that study plan. So let's say, for example, a student comes into my NREMT prep, the Video Vault course. There's videos, there's quizzes, and we'll talk more about this as we go along, right? There are exact study plans with each provider level and what your goals are. 
So what you want to do is you want to stick that that program all the way through and follow the study plan in the app or program that you're using. This is why my students are so successful because they log in, they follow the study plan, they complete study plan, and then they go past their test. They're not guessing. And they also, on the mental side, go in confidence because they actually follow the study plan from an educator. That's how you do it. And that's how my students have gotten so much success. Now, on the topic of practice questions versus content, it shouldn't be a versus. It's, it can be a combination. But what so many students do not realize is I do not know what school or class that you went to. I don't know their pass rates. I don't know, for example, how well the school has actually prepared you for national registry. I will tell you, as the paramedic coach, I've had a lot of students come to me and say, hey, look, my school wasn't that great. You know, we were switching around instructors, for example, or, oh, the instructor was uh, reading off slideshows. Yes, there are amazing instructors and educators out there, but there also are ones that aren't really passionate about what they're doing. So I don't know where you're at, but here's what I can tell you. Regardless of that fact, you need to study the five areas of national registry. And this is what I do for my students. And here it is. There's five sections of national registry you need to know about. Airway, respiration, and ventilation. Cardiology and recess. Trauma. Medical and OBGYN, EMS operations. The NRMT exam, mainly, each exam is a little different, but ma- the majority, if you think about it, is about 85% adult questions, about 15% pediatrics, right? So that's what's going to be on the exam. And then don't forget some of the questions that you get that you think, oh, are weird or random. They may just be what they call pilot questions. A pilot question, what that is, is a question that NREMT is testing to see if they're going to actually add it to the actual bank or not. You can go to the NREMT website and see the exact percentages of what's going to be on your exact exam, whether it's EMR, EMT, advanced EMT, or paramedic. So once we know this information, now we got to study. Now we talk about how do you learn? How do you best learn? So a lot of my students either learn from acting things out, they're visual learners, or they're audio learners. So inside the video vault that I have, where students train for school and NREMT to pass, this is what we do, right? I got audios, right? I show skills. And then the third part is the videos are the visual, right? And then you're drawing things out, right? I don't know about you, but I personally, I know I don't learn from reading. I don't do a lot of reading, number one. But number two, on top of that, my day-to-day learning style for me, I cannot, I can't sit there and just sit and read a textbook. I, I love listening and I love watching. And then I can absorb the information a lot faster. If that's you, then you should probably think about a resource that is visual and audio. See where I'm going with this? So the same thing like when someone asked me about the uh, National Registry Practicals, I'll say, hey, it's a hands-on thing. You got, you got, it's a hands-on test, not a written test. You got to act it out, act it out, and drill and drill and drill, right? So hopefully these first few tips 
put you on the right path. My goal with this podcast here is to, you're in a bad place right now. If you fail at REMT, I want to get you back on the right path. I recently got off a call with a student of mine who recently passed their NREMT exam. And this one thing that he said to me really stuck out as feedback to me and I want to share to you. And he said that, you know, when he was going through, you know, let's just say study guides that, you know, the instructor was giving out in class. It was all just definition based. It was, it was missing a lot of pieces. And then when he found the content in the video of all, he goes, oh, this makes more sense. I want to share with you my method and how I teach. So here's what it is. If I'm teaching someone about, let's just say, for example, uh, cardiac emergencies, right? Let's name uh, myocardial infarction, for example, right? Let's start, that's a great example, heart attacks. If I just tell you what the heart attack is, and okay, this is what it is. You only know really 25% of what you need to know to pass a test and to know it cold for, you know, working out in the field as an EMS provider. There's four things. You want to write this down. It's my one, two, three, four method. You can take this method right now and you're studying. And if you're not studying like this, then this could be why you're failing. So here it is. It covers everything you need to know about the emergency or disease so you can pick it up on the question. So here it is. Number one, what is it? Explain the emergency or disease to me simply. If you cannot explain it simply, you do not know it. You're guessing. Okay, we are memorizing. Tell it to me like you know it. You need to know it cold. What is it? Right? Number one. Number two, what are the risk factors for developing this emergency or disease? Number three, what are the hallmark signs and symptoms that are going to appear when this patient is having this ailment as emergency disease? And four, how do we treat it? That covers everything you could be asked about, about, or, or trying to pick up what's going on in a question. And that's how I teach my students. So if we're talking about COPD or asthma or anaphylaxis or, uh, you know, uh, pericardial tamponade or pneumothorax, it's a one, two, three, four method. If you know that, what I just taught you here about all five sections of national registry, you're going to pass. Because now you know what's going on in the scenario questions because you can pick up on the signs and symptoms. And then when they give you more direct questions like, what is this? You know, like let's say heart blood flow, for example. You know, tell me about the path of this, right? You know it. So this is very, very key. And this is how we study content to pass school at NREMT. So now I want to talk about study tips when you're actually studying content you're studying your questions, and you're actually going forward and studying for NREMT. Number one, have you heard of something called alpha waves? A lot of my students and a lot of people in EMS are either borderline ADHD or they are ADHD themselves, right? I know even myself personally, I've struggled with you know being scatterbrained sometimes. The thing is, and I want to tell you to these out there, ADHD can actually be your superpower because people with this, you know, personality, you could say, or, you know, tendencies were able to do multiple things quickly in a short amount of time. That's really good for EMS. I want to share with you right now, use it to your advantage as your superpower. I hope that gives you some confidence when you're studying hearing it from me. I wanted to say that personally. I tell students all the time. Number two, 
with ADHD. Yes, it can be hard to focus, of course, right? Yes. How do we combat that? I have had several students, probably more than I know that give me feedback on this because I talk about it a lot and I use it too, is something called alpha waves. So alpha waves, for example, let's say you were uh, studying content. Let's say you're in my video vault and you're studying for your exam, right? And you're going along and you're studying. In another tab, I'd have you open YouTube. And on YouTube, I'd have you type in alpha waves, okay? So alpha waves. And then right there, these are brain waves that help you concentrate while you're studying. I have had several students with ADHD report back to me, hey, this helped me tremendously in my study and got me in the zone. I use it whenever I need to focus on a project or study or whatever, and I'm passing it off to you. If you feel scatterbrained, like a lot of us do with phones and technology today, I get it. Probably everyone that feels that way. I know I do sometimes. I want to tell that to you as well. Okay, it works tremendous. So what you do, it, let's say you're, uh, you know, for example, you're watching a video and you're studying, let's say you're studying in the vault again, for example. What you're going to do is you're going to have, you know, the volume of what you're watching, studying on high. Then you're going to put the alpha waves in the background on low. So bring the volume down low and you're going to, and then boom, you're going to study like that. Let's say you're in a quiet place, you have your headphones in, you're ready to go. So that has helped students tremendously. The second study tip I want to give you that I, I used back when I was in paramedic school and EMT school was this. If you have the ability to record your instructor, I highly recommend that you do that. So basically what you do is while you're in class, you record your instructor and then throughout the week you listen. So let's say, for example, this is great for uh, commuters. So back when I went to paramedic school, I had to commute for one hour. Okay, and I, I and then another one hour commute, like it was like a big triangle, basically one hour to school, then like an hour to work, and then an hour home. And it was this big triangle of one hour commutes. But you got to start somewhere, right? And with that, I would replay the lectures from my instructor while I was in the car, and I, so I used that time to kind of study, right? But I talked to you about having the audio files. For, like I said, for my students that are in my vault, that listen to the audio files while they're on the go. You can do the same thing when you're studying in class, right? So what you do basically is you can record the lectures, you know, the week-to-week quizzes, your tests you may have. You, rec- you listen back to the lectures in class, and now you're picking things up the instructor said. So that's another tip for you as well. My final tip for you in this video, I call this the study time myth. There is no perfect amount of time to study. Then probably the number one question I get asked is, how long should I prepare to study for NREMT? And hear me out again, folks. The most important thing that you do is when you're studying for NREMT, you get with a program that gives you a study plan. And whatever you're going to use you follow that study plan to a T. When you complete that study plan, I always recommend to my students to go back over it again at least twice. And once you've done that, whether that was 10 days or that was 30 days, that was two or three weeks, however long it takes for you, whether it was five days for some people, the time is not as important as you completing the study plan and going over at least twice. 
Every single time I've had a student and they come in to the vault, usually what they've done before is they're doing a little bit of everything. They're studying in the book. They're studying in apps. They're studying on in Zoom other people. They're, they're doing flashcards. They're all over the place. Pick one thing, go all in on it, do the study plan at least twice, and then take your test. And this is how my students, the success you've seen, how my students get success and how I counsel students and educators on how to increase their NREMT pass rates. Now, a lot of you asked in the comments about how to prepare for school, how to get through school, and how to pass NREMT. The first link in the description is a study tool that I give to all my students to accomplish all of that. It's called the Video Vault. Inside the Video Vault is over 480 videos of content, audio files, worksheets, practice quizzes, our community group. What I do in the Video Vault is take all the concepts you need to know to pass school at NREMT and I break them down simply for you. So that way you just follow along with the videos, you follow the study plan, and you pass. I give my students lifetime access in the first link in the description, and I'll see you on the inside.